Hello and welcome back to The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. We're doing this book study on the book written by Eckhart Tolle, and we hope that you have your copy so that you can follow along. Today we are in Chapter 4, Section 6, Mind Strategies for Avoiding the Now. Wherever you are, be there totally. My name is Barbara Wainwright, and I'm here with Gilda Simonet. Welcome, Gilda. Thank you. All right. Wherever you are, be there totally. A student asks, can you give some more examples of ordinary unconsciousness? And Eckhart says, see if you can catch yourself complaining in either speech or thought about a situation you find yourself in, what other people do or say, your surroundings, your life situation, even the weather. To complain is always non-acceptance of what is. It invariably carries a unconscious negative charge. When you complain, you make yourself into a victim. When you speak out, you are in your power. So change the situation by taking action or by speaking out if necessary or possible. Leave the situation or accept it. All else is madness. Ordinary unconsciousness is always linked in some way with denial of the now. The now, of course, also implies the here. Are you resisting your here and now? Some people would always rather be somewhere else. Their here is never good enough. Through self-observation, find out if that is the case in your life. Wherever you are, be there totally. If you find your here and now intolerable and it makes you unhappy, you have three options. Remove yourself from the situation, change it, or accept it totally. If you want to take responsibility for your life, You must choose one of those three options, and you must choose now. Then accept the consequences. No excuses, no negativity, no psychic pollution. Keep your inner space clear. I think this is so important, that last sentence. Keep your inner space clear. When you complain about something... You definitely are polluting your inner space. So stop complaining and do something. (laughs) If you take any action, leaving or changing your situation, drop the negativity first. If at all possible, action arising out of insight into what is required is more effective than action arising out of negativity. Any action is often better than no action, especially if you have been stuck in an unhappy situation for a long time. If it is a mistake, at least you learned something, in which case it is no longer a mistake. If you remain stuck, you learn nothing. Is fear preventing you from taking action? Acknowledge the fear. Watch it. Take your attention into it. Be fully present within it. Doing so cuts the link between the fear and your thinking. Don't let the fear rise up into your mind. Use the power of now. Fear cannot prevail against it. If there is nothing that you can do to change your here and now, 
and you can't remove yourself from the situation, then accept your here and now totally by dropping all inner resistance. The false, unhappy self that loves feeling miserable, resentful, or sorry for itself can then no longer survive. This is called surrender. Surrender is not weakness. There is a great strength in it. Only a surrendered person has spiritual power. Through surrender, you will be free internally of the situation. You may then find that the situation changes without any effort on your part. In any case, you are free. Or is there something that you should be doing but are not doing it? Get up and do it now. Alternatively, completely accept your inactivity, laziness, or passivity in this moment, if that is your choice. Go into it fully. Enjoy it. Be as lazy or inactive as you can. If you go into it fully and consciously, you will soon come out of it. Or maybe you won't. Either way, There is no inner conflict, no resistance, no negativity. I love that. I was like, I just want to take a deep breath and go, that's right. No conflict, no resistance, no negativity. (laughs) It sounds so relaxing. Okay. Are you stressed? Are you so busy getting to the future that the present is reduced to a means of getting there? Stress is caused by being here, but wanting to be there, or being in the present, but wanting to be in the future. It's a split that tears you apart inside. To create and live with such an inner split is insane. The fact that everyone else is doing it doesn't make it any less insane. If you have to, you can move fast, work fast, or even run without projecting yourself into the future and without resisting the present. As you move work, run, do it totally. Enjoy the flow of energy, the high energy of that moment. Now you are no longer stressed, no longer splitting yourself in two, just moving, running, working, and enjoying it. Or you can drop the whole thing and sit on a park bench. (laughs) But when you do, watch your mind. It may say, you should be working. You're wasting your time. (laughs) observe the mind smile at it does the past take up a great deal of your attention do you frequently talk and think about it either positively or negatively the great things that you have achieved your adventures or experiences your victim story and the dreadful things that were done to you or maybe what you did to somebody else are your thought processes creating guilt pride resentment anger, regret, or self-pity, then you are not only reinforcing a false sense of self, but also helping to accelerate your body's aging process by creating that accumulation of past in your psyche. Verify this for yourself by observing those around you who have a strong tendency to hold on to the past. Mm. I've known people that are all about the past. And it either can be positive or it can be negative, but they're hanging on to it like it means something. (laughs) And maybe it did, but does it now? Die to the past every moment. You don't need it. 
only refer to it when it's absolutely relevant to the present. Feel the power of this moment and the fullness of being. Feel your presence. Are you worried? Do you have many what-if thoughts? Are you identified with your mind, which is projecting itself into an imaginary future situation and creating fear? There is no way that you can cope with such a situation because it doesn't exist. It's a mental phantom. You can stop this health and life-corroding insanity simply by acknowledging the present moment. Become aware of your breathing. Feel the air flowing in and out of your body. Feel your inner energy field. All that you ever have to deal with, cope with, in real life, as opposed to imaginary mind projections, is this moment. Ask yourself what problem you have right now. Not next year, tomorrow, or even five minutes from now. What is wrong with this moment? You can always cope with the now. But you can never cope with the future. Nor do you have to. The answer, the strength, the right action, or the resource will be there when you need it. Not before. Not after. I don't know about your experience, Gilda, but for me, when I'm very present and I have an idea that comes to me that needs to be acted on, I will meditate on it. And just like he says here, the answer, the strength, the right action, or the resource will appear right when you need it. That's been true for me. And what is creating that to be true, I believe, is getting very present in this moment, acknowledging what it is that is needed and allowing it to come to me, not resisting it, not pushing it away, but accepting it and allowing it to appear. Yes, that happens to me too, especially when I really breathe into it and it's release any thought or expectation as it's supposed to be. And then it does show up, whether it's turning on a movie, all of a sudden, like the movie is literally like the answer to my question, (laughs) or it's like (laughs) driving down the street and then you'll see a message on like a license plate. It's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, it does happen. Fabulous. One day I'll make it. Is your goal taking up so much of your attention that you reduce the present moment to a means to an end? Is it taking the joy out of your doing? Are you waiting to start living? If you develop such a mind pattern, no matter what you achieve or get, the present will never be good enough. The future will always seem better. A perfect recipe for permanent dissatisfaction and non-fulfillment. Don't you agree? Are you a habitual waiter? How much of your life do you spend waiting? What I call the small-scale waiting is waiting in line at the post office, in a traffic jam, at the airport, or waiting for someone to arrive to finish work, and so on. Large-scale waiting (laughs) is waiting for the next vacation, a better job, for the children to grow up, for a truly meaningful relationship, for success, to make money, to be important, to become enlightened. It is not uncommon for people to spend their whole life waiting to start living. 
Waiting is a state of mind. Basically, it means that you want the future. You don't want the present. You don't want what you've got. And you want what you haven't got. With every kind of waiting, you unconsciously create inner conflicts between your here and now, where you don't want to be, and the projected future, where you do want to be. This greatly reduces the quality of your life by making you lose the present. There's nothing wrong with striving to improve your life situation. You can improve your life situation, but you cannot improve your life. Life is primary. Life is your deepest inner being. It is already whole, complete, and perfect. Your life situation consists of your circumstances and your experiences. There's nothing wrong with setting goals and striving to achieve things. The mistake lies in using it as a substitute for the feeling of life, for being. The only point of access for that is the now. You are then like an architect who pays no attention to the foundation of a building, but spends a lot of time working on the superstructure. For example, many people are waiting for prosperity. It cannot come in the future. When you honor, acknowledge, and fully accept your present reality, where you are, who you are, what you are doing right now, when you fully accept what you have got, you are grateful for what you have got, grateful for what is, grateful for being, gratitude for the present moment and the fullness of life now is true prosperity. It cannot come in the future. Then, in time... That prosperity manifests for you in various ways. If you are dissatisfied with what you've got, or even frustrated or angry about your present lack, that may motivate you to become rich. But even if you do make millions, you will continue to experience the inner condition of lack. And deep down, you will continue to feel unfulfilled. You may have many exciting experiences that money can buy, but they will come and go and always leave you with an empty feeling and the need for further physical or psychological gratification. You won't abide in being and so feel the fullness of life now. That alone is true prosperity. So give up waiting as a state of mind. When you catch yourself slipping into waiting, snap out of it. Come into the present moment. Just be and enjoy being. If you are present, there is never any need for you to wait for anything. So next time somebody says, sorry to have kept you waiting, you can reply, that's all right. I wasn't waiting. I was just standing here enjoying myself. Enjoy in myself. These are just a few of the habitual mind strategies for denying the present moment that are part of ordinary unconsciousness. They are easy to overlook because they are so much a part of normal living, the background static of perpetual discontent. But the more you practice monitoring your inner mental emotional state, the easier it will be to know when you've been trapped in past or future, which is to say, unconscious and to awaken out of the dream of time into the present. But beware, the false, unhappy self 
based on mind identification, lives on time. It knows that the present moment is its own death, and so feels very threatened by it. It will do all it can to take you out of the present moment. It will try to keep you trapped in time. Well, this is a great section about common or ordinary unconsciousness that is very common among people today. And for those of you that are listening to this recording, first of all, I want to say thank you. And secondly, do your best to share this information with other people so that we can raise the consciousness of humanity on the planet, which I believe is the ultimate goal of this book is to have more people become conscious and become aware and become more present in the moment and acknowledging that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And those of us that are conscious and not allowing the egoic mind to take over our thoughts on a continual basis so that we become mind identified. We want to become identified with our essence, the true essence of who we really are, which is a spiritual entity having a human experience. So thank you for listening. Hopefully you'll be able to put some of these tools into practice so that you can have a life where you are feeling fulfilled from the inside out. Beautiful. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. Bye. Bye now. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation and perhaps even earn a credential as a certified spiritual coach, we encourage you to go to our website, lifecoachtrainingonline.com and check out our courses or give us a call at 800 711 4346